When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love Boat, Cappy. What's going on, Cappy? I don't know. Is there a, is there a Love Boat controversy? There's about- a controversy. There controversy. Let me let me close up the end of the story. So after okay. all of my loving, infectious attempts to bring Greg and Sliwa into the soccer realm, right. of which they know nothing. Right. They try to clown me out of the building. Like, I'm some super nerd goofball when all I was trying to do was show them something they didn't know anything about, but they were too intimidated, so okay. they had to start throwing so that So there you have it. That's the case uh, laid out by super nerd. What yes, whatever. I don't know. Professor Yates. Super Yates. Nerd Professor Yates. Yes. Bergman, what was your experience? The only thing that I have to say about it is that look how wildly his arms flailing, getting so upset. This is what I do every Clinton day of the Yates week. All of the, this like, is, what, this, this is, is the most amazing thing ever. I don't know what's going way, on right now. This is, a, this is upsetting. Clinton is a huge <laughs> hand talker. And I'm yeah. a big hand talker, too. Yes. Just imagine that. We're on the radio, though. Alan's, Still, it sure. helps. But Sliwa and I were laughing and having a good time, and it was all very funny to us. It was funny to me, too, <laughs> until you started acting like it was a reason why Sliwa baseball was, was better than soccer. No, no Michael, Michael just said Sliwa was soccer. laughing. Sliwa doesn't yeah, laugh. Sliwa was laughing. He was actually, he actually like bent over to his stomach laughing. I've not seen Sliwa laugh. Greg, admit it, though. You had Have not you? considered the fact that baseball fields are all a different size when you started dissing it's, soccer fields for potentially being no, no, the same. I never knew that about totally soccer. Totally different. Well, how are they different? Well, because there's reasons for baseball. What fields are they? No, let's do this. What are the reasons? <laughs> Look, let's a baseball field—a baseball field in Colorado should have different dimensions than, let's say, San Diego or in New York or why? whatever it is. Because why? Because of the air and how, how much oh, right, higher no, up it right. is. That's right. not why they have different sizes, no. though. But it's right. also Just it's because also dim- it's like each place. It's like what they can fit. It's what you can fit. What did I tell you at the park yesterday, Greg? Yeah, you said what it can fit. But a soccer field is all the same. Why would Fenway Park be one of the smallest places? Or Yankee Stadium, where they have the short porch. Short porch, exactly. So I tried to open Greg's mind a little bit, to no avail. But Sliwa gave me a right. Tried to open his mind, open his mind, and nothing was there. And he was just like, "What are you like?" I never do that. Make that joke. Soccer fields aren't the same. No, there's a there's a there's a limit. Like they have to be a minimum size. They can be bigger depending on. Okay, let me get to let me get to Cappy here. Cappy, how you been, man? I'm doing great. Um, Momo, I really like that colorful top you're rocking today. Oh, thanks. A lot. Are you watching the stream or something? <laughs> yes, that's oh, right. So, so when, I forget that people are watching. Right. Like, I think I was just eating a sandwich for half well, of it. Well, you know? when Ramona just <laughs> said she was, like, we're just on radio, I was I thinking to myself, true. I'm watching us on Twitter, uh, Twitch, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. Oh, so you're the one. All at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm Do the you one. hear us during commercial breaks when you're watching? Um, not that I've seen, because I think okay, we just good. turned on the stream. Okay, good. Yeah, I do they hear? They don't hear anything. I'm, no. I'm told. That. Ramona, Ramona, you were hilarious earlier today when you were talking about getting done at a Laker game at like one thirty in the morning, yeah. driving home, and depending on how much that? you hate yourself, yes, will determine which fast food place you stop at and what you get. Yeah, yes, I can feel you, sister. Right? Because I got to tell you honestly, <laughs> I don't ever go to Carl's Jr. Right? I'm Carl's not a Carl's Jr. person either. Yeah, good fries. Good I fries. Like, okay, so for me, I usually go home on the one hundred and one. 
And that's the one that's open. There's one over there by Universal City. Okay. Mm-hmm. That a, one's open late. convenience matter. Okay. And then I definitely, what, the best option would really be that fat burger that's open all mm-hmm. night. Ooh. That 24-7 fat burger. Fat burger. But I got to get yeah. out of the car. Oh, That's right. <laughs> I'm not getting out of the car burger. at 1 a.m. He does. You know? You guys see that? Anybody what? watching Legacy, or am I the only person who's seen I have not. I've, tonight is the night I'm watching it. I've watched yeah. the first two. I watched yeah. one. I've Are you into it, one. Cappy? Yeah, I've seen episode one. I watched it last night. I really yeah. liked it. What's your 1.30 a.m. go-to fast food? Well, I was surprised to find out that Ramona says that In-N-Out would be closed. Yeah. I am, too. 10, 10, 10 p.m. Do yeah, they close they at 10 p.m.? Yeah. They also have the line there. Like, that's definitely going to be a line late at night. Right. I probably would go Jack in the Box before Carl's Jr. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go. I mean, I'm old school. I like yeah. McDonald's. McDonald's is great. I love Mickey, Mickey Man. D's. I love me a Big Mac and the yeah. best fries right. there are. It's hard to top Mickey D's. Really? When was the last time you had a Big Mac? Uh, three weeks ago, two weeks. Why not? Before I started, you're not starting until after Labor Day. Right. I've already started cutting weight. Really? September six is when I start. How much have you lost so far? Uh, I'm. I went from two fifteen to two o eight. Really? Yeah. So I'm down seven. Wow. How long is that taking? Uh, that was uh, three weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. Now, hey. the the goal is to weigh 195 for the Rams opener. Now, sub I don't 200. Think I'm, yeah. Sub, okay. I'll be happy with sub 200. Okay. Right. But if I get to 195, I win all the bets. Oh, right. All the mythical that's, money that's bets. That's how you cash. Yeah. But that's right. a lot of weight to You get cut. to 195, will you have a six-pack? Of uh, Heineken. Just <laughs> are we going to have... <laughs> like, I mean, have, on his abdomen? Stop or? eating visual evidence. That makes you fatter. Visual evidence? You're going to, like, take a video Bring a of scale. yourself? Okay. Bring a scale. Yeah. Stop eating dinner in bed, mate, because after dinner, if you ate at a table, at least you have to get up and walk. That's true. That's but true. in yeah. bed, you just lay so there. So much more convenient lay to eat crumbs. in bed. Yeah. So, Cappy, what's the love... I don't know what the love boat well, controversy well, I heard, is. I heard the other day... So, no, yeah, some, there's, a, there's an issue where apparently, Mace, you demanded that the love boat be taken out of the open and that and Bergman said it's really not a it's not a Kaplan Sedano deal. It's it's a you know, it's a super crosstalk deal. Yeah. And so I think Bergman aired you out is essentially what happened. So I didn't know such thing. I, I told you keep this low key. If you okay, if you actually listen and you watch the open that Chris put said Greg called me and said, Can you take it out? Mm-hmm. And then, and that was it. It didn't say anything about you. So can you out yourself? <laughs> I I love Love Boat. I am no, you don't. Huge... No, you don't. Don't say that. I love the Love Boat. No, when you, you yell Love Boat, Love Boat, Love Boat, Love Boat. Love boat. Well, no, I love Cap- it. Well, you Captain Stubing. But here's the thing, Cappy. Yeah. During the open for Mason in Ireland, I don't know why we'd have uh, Shadano and Cappy clip Bits. as opposed to a Mason in Ireland bit. I would say that my answer, if I were to try and formulate one for you on the spot, Mace, mm-hmm. would be that it used to be back in the old days, this is our three hours of territory, this yeah. is the next three hours of territory. Sure. I feel like the nine hours that we have between Travis and Slee, Mason and Ireland, and shit, Anno and Cap, I feel like it's become one nine-hour show. It is one big show. I completely agree with you. It is one big show. Yeah. All right, I got to get out of here. A, okay. But I'll leave you with this joke, oh, okay. courtesy of Jorge. Yesterday mm. was National Joke Day, by the way. Yeah. I went to the beekeeper to get 12 bees. He counted and he gave me 13. He says, sir, you gave me an extra here. You made a mistake. He said, well, that's, you can keep it. That's a freebie. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye. Wow. <laughs> and what? What? Michael Thompson, <laughs> out. <laughs>
Hasta the la vista. Look how happy he is, too. Look how happy he's so excited about that joke. Look at the smile on his face. Jorge said it to me. Jorge, blame him. He loves it. All right, so, Cappy, this controversy. Do you really think it's a controversy? No, no, I don't think it's a controversy at all. It's pretty good. I think that you should. It's just my own opinion. Yep. Take it for what it's worth. I'd like it if you'd keep it in. Okay, we'll do it. It's meaningful. I, 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 I look. I have. It's not like a strong. I just said, are you going to use one of our drops in your opens? And I think that somebody said, yeah, we use drops from your show all the it time. It is true. You use drops from uh, from our show. That's no, true. not really. No, not really. It's a huge drop. It's Everybody one of my faves. Yeah, no, not really. Is a top top five drop at the station yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, leave the leave the love bone in. Okay. Thank you, Mace. Bergman, leave the love boat thing Thanks, in. Thanks, Mace. I'll even do it. Love boat. Love, love, boat. love boat. Hey Mace. Yes. You know what? You could actually just sub in your love boat for his. Oh, that's oh, a great hey. idea. That's there we go. All right, all right, everybody. Everybody quiet for one minute. Everybody quiet for a minute. Love boat. Terrible. No, that wasn't no, no, as better, good. Better, 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 better. Okay, terrible. Love boat. No, there, that, that was, was the same thing. No, that was the same thing as last one. No, no, we're barely there. Really get into it. You got to get a little more on the ascension. Okay. Nah, oh sounds like I didn't mean to, you gave me a line reading. I did exactly that way. But you're not exactly. Kathy, you do it or the B. No, here, here, listen to me, Bergman and Brionis, the way we work together as a team. Listen okay. to this. Take a listen to this. Okay, here goes. Love oh, they harmonized that and everything. Good. But uh, so what am I doing wrong? You're saying uh, uh. <laughs> Wait, you know what I think you got to do? You got to harmonize with Brad. You got to say the actual word. Yeah, you have to actually Space. say oh, love so, yeah, okay. boat. All right, let me try it again. Love boat. Oh, I Better. think that, that was, was good. good. That was yeah. a good Better. one. You know, that you was good. He really needs. Are we though? done? No, yeah, no. You know what done. he needs though? Or hey, you know what Mason really needs? <laughs> mm, what? He needs the actual love boat theme to embody. There you go. The thing Come is, on, the Mason. bit is well beyond what the song actually sounds like. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, but here it comes. It's, it's, it's transcended yeah. the actual yeah. song. Right. Right. That's where you have to get it. All right. So right there. from now on, Cappy, you will be in our open. I promise. I agree with you. It's like one nine-hour show. Mace, I got to hear about your experience last Friday. Unfortunately, we didn't connect. I know. You and Juan were at the Del Mar racetrack. And you picked up the tab, which was very nice. My absolute pleasure. Wow. My absolute pleasure. You come to my place, I take care of you. He set us up at a fancy table with all the high rollers and people. I'm going to claim that horse, and I'm like with that crowd, which is really cool. Cappy being nice when people are invited to his place, unlike Gregory, who when people show up to watch games with him, decides he wants to diss them for trying to tell them stuff about the game. All I know, know, Clinton, is that I got asked to go to that game, and you didn't. Yeah, correct. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Showed up anyway. How about that? was real. So, Cappy, I hit two superfectas when I was there. Really? Yeah. Uh, tell me how much the ticket cost. Tell me how much you won. Okay, so I was uh, boxing, boxing four both times um, and uh, nailed them in order. One time I hit for 200 plus and one time I hit for like 175. Wow. So I was happy with those superfectas. I ended up losing 40 bucks on the day, but it, the track is a fun place to go and hang out. I have yeah, a question nice for you, with house money. Yes. I have a question for you, Mace. What is... What, what is your physical countenance when you see your horse win? Do you jump up and say, <laughs> hey, look at me, I'm the winner? Like, what did you do? How into okay. the actual race were you whilst observing it with your eyeballs? So here's what I would do. Uh, I would buy tickets and not show them to one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when they came across in the right way, um, I would say I would have no reaction at all, and then i put the ticket out there. Say, <laughs> Superfecta. Nice. Superfecta. Nice. He had no idea what was coming. 
No idea. Super effective. So I was like work. super down, super right. low key about it. You kind of deked him. As I they deked say. him. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Did exactly. they get excited for you? Who the horses? No, like when you cash the ticket and stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, I went to the same teller every time. I'm really yeah. happy I'm that they still have like human beings yeah. Yeah. doing that. A lot of people use machines, but they still have people there. And I definitely had a lucky teller named Stu. 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 Oh, Stu. Really? Yeah. Stu. Stu. You it's went like, to see Stu. He's you know, next like to Craig. Vegas, I go to Craig. You go, you go to you Craig. Go to, okay. You, like, when you cash in your chips in Vegas, they still have like real people do that. Yes. Yeah. But apparently the etiquette is that if you win a lot, you're kind of supposed to tip those people. Yeah. Oh, that's true. For sure. That's yeah. true. I mean, if oh, you win big, that. big. Not if, not, you, if not, you win a couple hundred bucks, that's one right. thing. But. Not your, your super effectives for 250 I mean, but if you hit like something for a couple grand, you're supposed to tip the, the teller. That's What's your biggest win ever? I once was part of a group that won a pick six. So for anybody that doesn't know what that is, you have to pick six races in a row, the wow. winner's six in a row. And um, you have to hope along the way that maybe somebody with a long shot comes in, and it costs a lot of money to build one of those tickets. That's why you do it as a team. And I think one time we, we all won like a grand total of about twenty five grand, of which I think I got like 1500 bucks. But still, uh, you hold $1,500 of cash in your hand that you wanted a racetrack, you're like, Hell yeah, this feels good. You know, remind. By the way, uh, the biggest win I ever had was on our own horse. Oh, uh, went off at nine to one. I just took all my money. Cool. I was late. I took all my money just out of my it. pockets to put it on number bam. eight, and bam! Wow. Yeah. So so twenty bucks to win. So right? exciting. I'll tell you a story. This is I, now. This could be apocryphal, but Tom Snyder told me this story once, and he said one night he went to the track. He went to Belmont, and uh, one big, one big, and had like twenty thousand dollars in his pocket. Oof. Gets to his apartment in New York. Guy tries to hold him up. Mm. Stick up. And Tom, according to him, says, kid, it's your lucky night. I've got $20,000 in my pocket. I'll give you half of it, and I won't press any charges. Wow. So he gave him half the money. Instead of losing all twenty thousand, right. or dealing with some dude with a gun, or right? Whatever. He, yeah. he made a deal, and right. he kept ten thousand dollars. Nice. Yeah. But the guy with the gun just accepted that. Accepted ten grand. Yeah. I don't what think what kind expect- of leverage do you have in that moment? What? Well, you've got. I'm not going to go to the police. <laughs> yeah, it's a free ten k. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Sticking people up outside of a horse track, but exactly, you know, that's hard to do if exactly. people are watching. Why weren't you? Why weren't you there last night? Why wasn't I wearing last At night? At the LAFC with all of us. Um, mostly because the last two days, um, and every parent out there will appreciate what I'm about to tell them, is yeah. I have been dealing with getting kids off to college mm. and getting a kid back into high school. And so one, two, three went off to college, and the second one started high school yesterday. So it's been, besides just the coordination issue, I mean, Mace, I'm a very emotional guy, man. Did you cry when uh, your kids left for college? I tried not to. You know, I was like whimpering. I was wearing sunglasses. Whimpering. You know? I, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was, What's wrong? You know, they don't, we don't cry in the Kaplan household? No, Is no, that we some, do. Okay. We, we do cry. We do cry. Um, my mom have, cried so much when yeah. I went to college. Really? But my daughter's So much it was ridiculous. <laughs> it embarrassed you? Yeah, because I was the oldest and right. I was yeah. the first yeah, to yeah, leave yeah. and yeah. she just fell apart. I'm definitely going to yeah. cry. I would just crying just think about it right. you got you got 17 years <laughs> yeah 17 time. years mama. not even in where are your kids yet. going to school cappy i got three away now three out of four in college mace you'll love this wheeling west virginia west liberty university That's okay. where my son plays football he plays d2 football yep my 20 year old daughter is a junior at boise state she drove yesterday 14 wow. straight hours here comes the big, one, nice. here comes the big yep. one 
And here, yeah, the big one is freshman going into Tulane University. Whoa. Yeah, fancy. Nola. That fancy. is a party That school. is party time. I know multiple humans who went to Tulane, and they had the time of their lives in college. Yeah. And it's so funny you say that, Clinton, because last night she's sending me videos from this bar on campus called The Boot. And her and her friends are <clears throat> lit. And I'm like, yo, I mean, first of all, you don't need to send me these videos. I have Life 360 or whatever it's called now. You know, does everybody use that? I don't know what that is. I don't even know what that is. You guys don't know what that is? No. It's like an app that you use to keep track of everybody in your family. Oh, what, uh, what are you, tracking your family? Oh, totally. I mean, his girlfriend tracks him. So oh, I forgot. Not, yeah, you guys right. track each other. Because yeah. there's a general lack of trust. <laughs> right, right. And so uh, she was texting me videos last night. Look, Dad, we're having so much fun. I'm like... Yeah, like, we sent you there to go to school, so maybe tone it down just a little bit or just don't even tell me. I'll tell you who got unlucky. Yeah. The kid in Wheeling, West Virginia. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know, right. look, I've spent some time in West Virginia. Yeah. That is not my favorite place no, to be. No. And, believe, and Mace, he was at Saddleback College in Mission Viejo and uh, oh. took, the, took the football scholarship to the D2 school, and I'm like... Well, it's only 45 minutes outside of Pittsburgh. There's some civilization. Yeah, around. yeah, exactly. right. You exactly. can get away to somewhere where people actually are. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we're, I'm back tomorrow at 1. Okay. I have no idea who my guest host yeah. is going to be because we're How'd spinning you like the Beto? wheel of hosts. I thought I had a great time with Beto. He was great. He was great at the LAFC yeah, game last night. Yeah, to Beto who got me into the LAFC game yeah. last night. No thanks to Gregory Bergman. Beto was giving me all kinds of uh, behind-the-scenes career advice, too. He's, really? Yeah, no, yeah, he was a nice lot, of him. a lot smarter Oh, no, Beto, on the social yeah. media world, then. He knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Media world. yeah Absolutely. he's working at I'm hard. not so good at that. Um, and coming up next for you is uh, Professor Clinton Yates. Thank yeah. you. Doctorate in soccer. Thank you. And baseball rundowns. <laughs> baseball, and yo, baseball. that too. Don't yeah. get me started on that. We talked about that okay. yesterday. And the great Scott Kaplan. Love book. Have a great time, guys. Uh, that's coming up next for you. Sh- Shadano's out today, but it's Cappy and Clinton. See you tomorrow, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, come on. Bing, ba dum boom I still hear you, Greg. I'm coming after you. I didn't forget you, Sliwa. What's up, Cappy? CY, what have I missed over the last two days? You missed quite a bit, sir. I will start with yesterday. For those of you who did not catch Crosstalk, Momo and I came in here to sit down to you know, do the program and entertain the masses. And 
everybody's huddled up in the other room. Everybody's got their black and gold on. They're chirping about how they're going to the game, figuring out their different routes to the stadium. And I'm sitting there looking like, are you serious? All of you all are going to a soccer game? Half of you can't even spell the word striker, and you're, I'm not even invited, which is fine. It was a Jacob and Ronnie Mace thing. I get it. Beto, being the great guy that he is, texts me. He's like, I'll get you a ticket. Then we'll come in. Nobody said anything, though, until I showed up. And then when I showed up, everybody's like, oh, the big CY. And by everybody, I mean the listeners were happy to see your boy. And then Greg and Sliwa decided they wanted to start making fun of me because I was trying to tell him some fun stuff about soccer. And I tried to educate him on the fact that not all soccer fields are the same size, which apparently was a mind-boggling concept to some of the people in the booth. Because that's just what it is, just like baseball. So there was a lot that went on, but Sleba gave me a ride back to the station, so he's back in my good graces. Bergman, on the other hand, is still on thin ice. Okay, but why was Sleba there if what you're saying is this was a whole Jacob and Ronnie, uh, again, you know, again, Mason and Ireland deal? Don't, don't ask me. Beto was there. Mm. Sleba was there. All sorts of people were there. But somehow my invite got lost in the non-mail. And ours. So, so yes, nobody even Mark. said nobody even said to you, "Hey, I don't know if you're available or not, and it's probably you know last second, but would you like to go tonight?" No, not until I got on the air and said something. And Beto, once again, the very generous Beto Duran, made sure he figured it out and hooked it up. So we were all in the suite afterwards. So, so Beto was or was not planning on going. He did go. Yes. No, no, but but was he planning on going in advance of hearing that you were uninvited? As far as I know, yes, he was part of the group that was going. Oh my God! Why would everybody <laughs> leave Clinton out? It's okay. It's okay. I went, and for my, for my, again, infectious love of group activities, I was made fun of for it. But it's all right. Wait, okay. they made fun of you for showing up to this event? No, they made fun of me because I was being goofy about silly stuff and soccer slang that they didn't care about at all. And I was trying to show them a couple things. But, but no, 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 no. They were just there to talk about what they did not know about soccer, which is fine. But I figured World Cup is coming up. LAFC is a pretty good team. Maybe we can all sort of come into, for lack of a better term, the circle of trust and actually try to educate ourselves on the sport we're looking at instead of just making fun of the people that are in the crowd and that are interested. But that's just me. Clinton, when you showed up, did anybody say to you, what are you doing here? No. In fact, more than one listener was like, hey, the big CY, how you doing? Let's get a picture, which is what happens every time we show up to station events because our listeners are great. Really? Yes. And um, did anybody ask if they could get honorary membership in the Handsome no, Man community? No, there were no requests for honorary members. That was actually kind of refreshing, but I think everybody sort of understands that there's a time and a place for that. you got to show up either at the Mandy's or at a big function. It's not necessarily just a one-off here and there at a game. So everybody, you know, I met, uh, oh, man, I can't remember. I'll try, I have their names on Instagram, but there were probably five or six listeners there who were pretty cool. Me and one of them, whose name I believe was Jimmy, we were wearing the same T-shirt, and we took a picture. Now, so that was cool. Now, so let me just get this straight. Everybody was mean to you. <laughs> no. And Greg they made and fun. Sliwa were having a great time okay. at my expense. Okay. And so as a result, Sliwa felt guilty, so he gave me a ride back to the station. Uh-huh. Greg was like, screw you, bro. I'm out. No, I'm kidding. Okay. He I heard that they, what, what I heard, everybody was giving you a hard time because, A, they say you were not invited and you showed up, and, B, <laughs> everybody's saying that you were begging for an invite. Now, I want you to know, Clinton, Yes. this all seems very far-fetched to me, but these have been the preliminary reports. Yes. I mean, I wasn't begging i was upset that i was not invited and then beto did he came through as we like to say travis was there as well by the way and he was great time very nice very kind very very understanding of things about soccer that he doesn't know and instead of saying oh well that sounds ridiculous he was like oh how about that 
Good to know. See, Thanks, now that yes. you're mentioning it, though, Travis is there, Sliwa is there, Mason is there, um, you wind up going, Beto goes. Yeah, of course, Janice was there doing a, doing a great job. You know right. what I'm saying? Now I'm starting to think to myself, well, how, how come I wasn't invited? <laughs> Again, that's not up to me. I'm just saying. It turned, I'm, I, by the way, I might be yelling and screaming about this stupid interaction that we all had, but yeah. it was genuinely a very good time. It was one of those where all the listeners who were there were really appreciative. Of course, Jacob has a nice suite set up, and everything was there, food, drink, and you know, everybody was having a good time, and his ads are on the big screen, and he's explaining to us you know, sort of how he does business, and it was, it was a really cool time. I was really glad to meet him, quite frankly. That was the highlight of the night, meeting Jacob and Ronnie and his brother, so that was really cool. When you went... Was it just you and Beto at this point, kind of like a mandate, or was the concierge <laughs> no. there? The concierge was not there, but I will say this. One of the most important things that happened yesterday was that Briones and I were going to go together, but we got separated after the show. Briones hit me with the crucial factor about LAFC games. That seems obvious, but I did not take it into account. If you're coming from downtown, bro, just take the train. It's easily the smartest way to get to and from the stadium because the traffic situation, the Uber scenario is just too much of a hassle. Took the train, 15 minutes, bang, walked in, left immediately after the show here, 7 o'clock, got to the stadium and inside the yard during the national anthem because the show started at 730. That's with a train ride and a walk and a ticket gate. Pretty incredible. Wow. Yeah. All right, so so do you feel like you know there's resolution now? That I've, they- I've gotten it off my chest. Yes, we can we can move along with the show. But I okay. just wanted everybody to know what happened on that day because yeah. May said I'm a pretty earnest person, which is a very desirable quality. You know, outside of obviously the handsome face and the beautiful voice. Never mind the staggering wit. I'm joking, but yeah. So I was being earnest, and uh, you didn't even go into your wardrobe there. No, I didn't. I don't need to do that. You know, that's 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 a given. You know, oh, it is. Yeah, right. That's, we it. know that part. But Got anyway, it. everything is fine. But last night was fun, ultimately, and uh, I, like I said, I got to have a ride with Sliwa, so that's always a good time. That is good. Okay, very nice. Yeah. Well, the big CY is in the house now. Check this out, Clinton Yates. I'm told there are reports mm-hmm. that tomorrow. George Sedano will return to the airwaves. Really? And that George Sedano and I will be together again with Lindsay Baseball, a.k.a. Double H, and the Queen, Laura, at Unique. I am told that the entire Mishbucha is back in L.A. Live in the ESPN L.A. studios tomorrow. I didn't even know Sedano still worked at 710. <laughs> I was, I, listen, I'm not familiar with everybody's schedule. I will not be here tomorrow. I'm headed to Williamsport, Pennsylvania tomorrow to cover Little League Baseball. But I'm very glad to hear that everybody is here. Matter of fact, I'll say this. My flight isn't until late night. I'm doing a red eye. I might pop in. If everybody's here, I'll pop in. Unless I'm not invited, Greg, who I'm looking at across the glass right now. Damn. Wow. Shots fired. Wow. And you realize that tomorrow is also going to be, it's going to be hashtag lit tomorrow, because tomorrow is also a live imaging Thursday. Ooh. What? Okay, so we could, that's transferable? LIT is transferable to Thursdays? Only to live imaging Thursday. It Got could it. be yeah. live imaging Tuesday. could be live imaging Thursday. I think Can't just be... for our show, though. Yeah, well, it's really in honor of Sedano coming back. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, but if I, come back, if I come in tomorrow and everybody's here, I'm not talking to Greg. That's out. <laughs> okay, I understand. I do. And I think when he said to you, really? Like, all soccer fields are not the same? They're not regulation? Pfft, what other sport would do that? Because you're thinking football, mm-hmm. hockey. He's, think, he's, think he's in a box. He's right. thinking rectangles. But he didn't think baseball and the shape and dimensions of all baseball fields being different. And when I said that, Sleeva looks at him and looks at me and he goes, oh, Yates has a pretty good point. And Slee, <laughs> Slee kind of backed out at that point. Greg, don't front. He's 
right there. Greg, don't be front. You, you can change what actually happened as much as you'd like, <laughs> oh, okay. but now, that's fine. Now, now I'm it's, this is this it. is no longer okay. my show, though, Clint. You, okay. you don't need to talk right. about me. Anymore. Wait a second. Okay. Hold on. But now, wait. If you're fronting, don't front, dude. I'm not fronting. That's not exactly you? what happened. Greg Bergie, are you fronting? How, how am I fronting? I told you exactly what I thought and yeah, what okay. I said. He can't even, can't even keep a straight face because he knows he was stumped when I brought up baseball. I was not stumped when you brought up that. baseball. It was just I didn't realize that a soccer field had different dimensions. Air pressure. And I didn't realize that, that hockey rinks had different dimensions yes. either. I thought they would all be basically no. the same. The Olympic rinks are bigger. Sheets well, Olymp- okay, well, 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 okay. Olympic, I knew. Not, but I'm talking about regular, regular ones, just like in soccer. Yeah. soccer. I would assume that every MLS field would be the same field because there's no advantage or disadvantage for having a bigger or smaller field. Just like Haven't you ever noticed, Greg, though, like when you watch an NFL game, that the goalposts that are set up for the Rams are different than the goalposts that are set up for, like, the Ravens, for example. Have you ever like noticed color-wise? that? color-wise? No, no, no. I mean, like, the distance between the posts. There's no way that's right. No, that's true. 100%. Is it really? Is it no. different? No, it's not. No, I didn't it's think not. so, because that's, that, that would be ridiculous. Why lying. would they do this that? This is going to totally be the lying. new thing, just trying to convince Greg that totally <laughs> non-true things are real in sports that are not. <laughs> there was no way that that was going to be a thing. That's funny. That is All right, funny. look, we're, we're officially underway here. On a Wednesday afternoon, and a lot to get to because in a summer where there's been a lot of goofing around, yeah. Today there are like major real stories. Uh, we will start with LeBron. That is obviously the thing that is on everybody's mind. We'll get to LeBron. We'll get to the NBA schedule announcement. We got a lot we want to get to just to get rolling. All right, I want to tell everybody something. We are on the radio throughout all of Los Angeles. But we are on worldwide streaming. I'll explain all of that. Coming right back. The big CY is in for Sedano. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. <laughs> the community's out here talking all sorts of trash. Tell me. At Tell me. Yates, I think Venice Mace means obnoxious when he says you're earnest. Nailed it, buddy. It's both. Uh, another guy says, look at Yates out here begging for attention. What do you think we're doing on the radio here, buddy? We're trying to entertain people. Come on. <laughs> no, we're over. begging for attention. That's what exactly doing. what the whole deal is. And uh, somebody else said, send me an emoji with the chill pill. Bro, come on. Do you know who I am? That's not how I do. So oh, hell I want to thank the, yeah. everybody for tuning in and you know, commu- uh, adding to the community. At Clinton Yates was such the hissy fit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I appreciate everybody who's uh, listening and who's uh, added to the broadcast via Twitter. Hey, I want to just tell everybody something really quick. You know, I tried to explain this to this L.A. Times writer last week that told you guys that you all don't listen to the radio. Yeah. I tried to explain this to this guy. You see, today, yeah, we're on the radio all over L.A., okay, on one of the most powerful sports radio stations on the entire planet, Correct. okay? But by the same token, you might be watching live video on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook, or Twitch. Yeah. If you're a newspaper reporter, do you know what those platforms are? <laughs> All I'm saying to you is is that everybody listening on radio, man, it is great to have you guys. But everybody who's watching on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook, it's great to have you guys, too. Can't wait for Sedano to get back tomorrow. Absolutely. Should be a glorious return of the king. Very much looking forward to it. He's actually hanging out at the uh, college football thing because uh, I know a couple of people who are at that too. So it's good to see some friends from other places connecting. So George is having a good time. All right. Clinton Yates, let's jump right in here. Sure. LeBron James today makes it official. He is staying with the Lakers. I'm not so sure that shocked anybody. Right. But it's at least a good piece of news to say, okay, LeBron's in. Who else? What happens from here? I think that 
point you just made today is the main thing that Lakers fans are going to be able to take from this just, just to build on. We don't have to jump forward into everything, and I know what you're asking me, but here's how I'll explain it. At the very least, you can say, all right, that is one question that is off the table. Because, listen, let's not forget about how tumultuous this past offseason has been. Didn't know what was going to happen with, you know, Russell Westbrook is still sort of a question mark in some people's minds in terms of what he's going to be to this team. All sorts of discussions about whether or not Kyrie was going to come and who was going to move in and who was going to move out. At the very least, LeBron being here gives you some measure of stability that is important in moving forward. What happens next, Scott? I don't know the answer to that because, quite frankly, this is one of those situations where if y'all don't know what you're doing, then how am I supposed to know what you're doing kind of thing? But... At the very least, LeBron is there, which I think is a good building block and allows them to at least have some sort of idea on not just what happens while LeBron's contract plays out, but frankly, the post-LeBron era as well. Yeah, I just feel like I knew he was going to sign, not because I knew it, because I had anybody telling me that. I just made an assumption. I mean, you've, you've come to the Lakers, you've won a championship, you've put your brand and their brand together like peanut butter and jelly okay exactly. or maybe like peanut butter and chocolate you know you make maybe, a nice Reese's peanut maybe butter it's cup. like crunchy peanut butter some people like that some people don't like a lot of Laker fans don't necessarily love that LeBron is you know sort of taking over the Laker identity in many ways but yes they definitely go together and they, they've 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 meant they've melded well enough to get at least one ring even if it wasn't the bubble right but now that LeBron is actually signed sealed and delivered and most importantly committed my brain, this is the way it works, mm-hmm. jumped immediately to why did it take a couple of weeks? You know, he could have done this on the very first day. Like, hey, LeBron, you're eligible for this max deal, $97 million, two years. And most people who aren't billionaires would be like, where? Where do I sign that? I'll sign that right now. <laughs> right. But why did LeBron wait? And my, my first thought was, well, he must feel comfortable now that they're going to do what he's telling them to do. There's that, but I also think it's a general timeline thing, Scott. I mean, how many NBA transactions have we seen in the past two weeks in general? You know what I mean? Like the Knicks are looking for Donovan Mitchell, and they just kind of stopped talking for a couple of weeks, and now they're back on. I think there's just kind of a break. I mean, listen, we've had news in terms of tweets. We've had news in terms of reports, but nothing's actually happened. I think that was just kind of a natural sort of summer break. But it does beg the question of whether or not, you know, you think that there is more to come. And I don't know what it is to come because it's not like the Lakers have a bunch of movable parts necessarily, but at the very least you still got LeBron to bank on, which is a big deal if you're the Lakers by mile. But I just feel like like it was, it was so obvious that he was going to sign. Yeah, well, you know, you he, know, he's moved here. His family likes living here by all accounts. All of his people, everybody in his ecosystem has come to L.A. Right. His business interests all center out of Los Angeles. And so for him to leave and go to another market, and uproot potentially his family, blah, blah, all these other things. I mean, it was very obvious he was going to sign. My question was, why did it take so long? Not that it took months. But the fact that it's done now, it just makes me think, either A, LeBron is satisfied. He thinks Darvin Ham is going to be able to coach Russell Westbrook, and that Westbrook is going to play the kind of ball that these guys want to play. Or maybe he thinks, oh, okay, great. They're going to go make the transactions that I'm telling them they need. By the way, I'm not asking. I'm telling. <laughs> you guys got to go get me this and this and this, which would be presumably Kyrie. But I'm willing to sign now 
because I feel comfortable that everything's going to go the way I want it. I'm not reading that much into it. I understand your logic. I do think there's as much of a timing element as everything. Let's not forget, he didn't have to do this. It's not like he wasn't coming back to the team next year. He was under contract for next year. This is more than that. So I think there's a little bit of that where it's like, all right, I'll, I'll go on my planned vacation, and then when I get back, we'll get back to business kind of thing. I feel like there's a little bit more of that because – Quite frankly, Scott, none of these questions that you seem to think LeBron has figured out have been answered have been answered as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? I have no reason to believe that Russell Westbrook is still going to work out. How am I supposed to know that? You know, they haven't practiced. It's not like Darvin Ham's come out and said anything. The only thing we've gotten from Lakerland in the last three days or last four days or five days is documentary news. You know what I mean? So this could just be a matter of timing, I think. And we still have a lot to see in terms of how it shakes out from a roster standpoint, even though that news that they want to run the offense through AD is something that we heard about earlier this week. Yeah, I want the offense to run through AD too. But but AD's got to be on the court. That's my whole issue. Like, just make sure this dude is on the floor. That's all. Now, you mentioned mentioned, uh, documentary news. Yeah. So I actually did it last night. I think think Laura and and, and Double H are going to be very proud of me. Guys, I found out that I, A, have Hulu, Uh and B, thanks to voice activation, which I now know how to use, I'm able to say things like Hulu, Lakers, and then Hulu actually shows up on the TV monitor, and then here comes Legacy, this new Laker documentary. So, Clinton, while I know you probably don't think this is like a really big deal that I'm capable of... Oh, a, no. knowing I, I have I Hulu. It. I know that you are like one of the main characters in those commercials where the guy's like, are you turning into your parents? And the people yeah. can't figure <laughs> out how to last, do anything. Live, love, no signs. <laughs> yeah, people can't figure out how to do anything in their own houses. I, right. I am familiar with your lack of prowess technologically. Yeah. So, so this is a revelation, huh, Cap? Yeah, no, I'm pretty proud of myself, actually. Voice I, activation is actually quite cool. Yeah. The only problem with it is I, I, I was playing with the TV, and I was trying to figure out how to use voice activation. And somehow what I turned on was every time I turn the channel, channel 55, there's like this lady's voice that comes on, channel 56, or if I turn up the volume, volume 57, volume 32. So she's talking back to you and you don't like that. I can't figure out how to shut her up. (laughs) I can't figure out how to turn it off. Another woman. For real. That's the last thing you need in your house. I got a a girlfriend, an ex-wife. I got three daughters. I don't need, I got two producers. I I don't need another lady in my life. You should you should tell her that. Just be like, I don't want to hear you. you There's got to be some kind of command. Just you know? start openly complaining yeah. to your television. That's funny. Just say, stop saying that. There should be something Mute. that's like, Alexa, tell her to stop, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. It's got to be. I love it. So what did you think? I mean, you watched how much? Of, did you watch the first two? There's only two out, right? My understanding is that they put out the first two, and then it's like a weekly deal. I watched the Correct. first. You watched the first one. I watched the both episodes that were available to watch. Okay, I've only watched the very first one. Okay. So, I will just say this. I think it's very entertaining. I'm one hour in. Right. I, I know a lot of people like to rip things immediately, and they're like, oh, well, this is just the Lakers doing some big PR job. Well, yeah, they produced the documentary about their franchise. What did you expect it to be? Right. Did you... But, I liked it. Did you watch the Magic documentary on Apple TV? Only episode one. Okay. Because I thought that I paid for Apple TV and then thought that I couldn't use the Apple TV because I couldn't get my password. But then I have found out subsequently that I actually don't pay for Apple TV because Sedano showed me where on my phone I can go. To find out what I subscribed to. Okay, so that was ne- that was a non-starter basically. There was no way you were going to find. No, I saw episode one. Okay. Only episode right. one of Magic. Okay, I'm only asking for comparative purposes because they are all what my analysis was. And Momo and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, and she dropped the 
uh, very cool deal that she's actually in it or she sat for it at least. So she'll mm-hmm. probably show up later down the line. So that's that's good to hear. There are they are at this point three almost entirely different products. I think for three entirely different group of people, and I'm not necessarily sure which one is which in many ways. But for me, winning time was kind of for everybody, whether you were a basketball fan or not. Uh, the Magic documentary. I said this yesterday, and I still believe this. It kind of felt like. For me as a black basketball fan, it felt more like kind of a looking through an old family photo album. That was the vibe I got from that in terms of people I knew of a certain age and what they were what their lives were like. Whilst this one, Laker Legacy, it almost feels like a freshman year 101 class to the history of the franchise that is chock full of information and all sorts of stuff that if you aren't paying attention to every single step, you might miss something. Well, I'm going to say this. I was quite surprised to see the way Dr. Jerry Buss was depicted. Because if this was going to be just one big positivity piece, I felt like the Lakers chose to chose to portray Dr. Buss in a way that I might not have. But I, but, and I'll tell you exactly what, what part of it kind of creeped me out a little bit. Although, for me, when I say creeped me out, I, I mean, I kind of liked it. No, being, I, I get it. I, but I, there were some parts where I thought I didn't mm, – it was a little weird. It, I, I said this yesterday. It was a little cringy to hear them talk about it. Like, oh, yeah, that was old Dr. Buss. I'm like, that doesn't sound as good in 2022 as it might have maybe even five years ago in terms of just kind of accepting that this is kind of how he lived his life. Right. That one clip with Brokaw and Jane Pauley was really Ooh. quite interesting Ooh. overall. Yeah. Oh, no, no. But there's one part of it that everybody thinks is super hyper – Hella creepy. Lori, did you hear the way I used hella? Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Mm. Right? Eh. Uh, okay. Mm. What was your point? Sauce. What was your point? I'm going to tell you about that when we come right back, but nice. I want to just tell everybody, hey, guys, if you have a fantasy football league that's looking for a place to host your live draft, join. You ready for this, Clinton? This is how we now are phrased. The Mandy Award-winning <laughs> crew of Sedano and Cap at Hollywood Park Casino on Friday, August 26th, 26th that is, it's our fantasy football draft party hosted by the entire Mishbucha. Here's what you do. Listen to the entire show for the cue to call, and you can win a table in our fantasy football draft party for you and seven of your friends. Everybody's got to be over 21, plus a chance to win all kinds of really cool Rams autograph prizes and more. And if you're not a winner, don't worry about it. You can still <clears throat> press the flesh with all of us because we'll be broadcasting from 4 to 7 on Friday, August 26th, Hollywood Park Casino, Eat, Drink, Draft, and keep on listening to the show today for your opportunity to win. What was the creepiest part of episode one of this Laker doc? We'll get there. Coming right back on Sedano and Cap. Laura, what's the uh, inspiration? Well, I was really looking for the other ABBA song. Oh, this is an ABBA song. But okay. it's an ABBA song, so I okay. figured, you know what? ABBA. All right. Because Clinton and ABBA came out with the first compact disc ever. Really? Today in uh, 1982. How about that? No way, really? Yep. CDs have been around since 82? Mm-hmm. Really? Don't you remember the wedding singer when she's like, oh, yeah, I'll just go get some records to play on the CD player. And he's like, no, Jules, it's a CD player. It plays CDs. Damn, dude. CDs in 1982, really? They yeah. Were, they I were was like, born in 1981. So. And they were like hundreds of dollars for a uh, CD player. Wow. I mean, when I was a little kid and I grew up in the 70s like as a little kid, so I know just everybody digests that. I know it's hard to believe because when you hear me, <laughs> And you see me, you're like, this guy's 25 years old. He's yeah, ripped. I mean, just, he's good looking. I mean, obviously, come on. girls are touching his butt at you know concerts, concert and stuff. music festivals, or whatever. Right. Yes. So when I was a little kid, eight tracks, sure, which turned into LPs mostly. I mean, there were already no, LPs. LPs were out before eight tracks. Yes, eight LPs tracks were, were modernized from LPs. Yeah. So I so I went eight track, 
into cassette, into CD. Right. I never lived in an 8-track world. No, Not huh? once. I got a CD player for Christmas on my 10th birthday. And my sister, who's 10 years older than I am, she was furious because she hadn't gotten one until she went to college because she didn't really need one until she went to college. But I got one for my 10th birthday. My first CD was Guy, The Future. You ever heard that song, Less Chill? Less Chill. Just settle down. That song's a banger. But anyway. From Guy? Guy. Guy was the name of the group. Uh, Teddy Riley, whose work you might know from Rex and FX and also was just a general all-around super producer. Rex and FX. Yes. He was, before that, he was just a regular R&B singer with with his group, Guy. Yeah. Well, CDs. Remember the first time somebody had a CD Walkman and they yeah. actually were running with it? Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Like, it's going to skip all over the place. Sport, the yellow one. Yeah. I had one friend who actually had like thousands of CDs. He really collected a lot of music. And in the first iteration of an iPod, he oh. downloaded, meaning he played every song of every CD to get it onto the little iPod. That is psychotic. Totally. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because back then he thought it was super cool. He's like, look at all these CDs. I'm going to have them on this little iPod. He probably couldn't have even fit all of them. It's not like their capacity was even that big. Wow. I don't know. It was crazy. What an effort. What Think an about effort. all that. 8-track to cassette to CD to now we're all digital. Everything's in your phone. That's yeah. all you need. So, Clinton Yates, let me tell you what I think was the – people call it the creepiest part of this first episode of this Laker doc called okay. Legacy on Hulu. I didn't think it was so creepy. I just thought it was kind of like – it was a little weird, but I was also surprised that if the Lakers produced this doc, that they would even show this kind of stuff. But they were very willing to show you that Dr. Buss, who we all saw the depiction on Winning Time, a total risk taker, a, a, a ladies' man, a partier, etc. There's this one point where he starts talking about how all the girls in L.A., either are going to be models or going to be movie stars. Yeah, Every I know, girl. I know what part you're talking about. So they all have an 8x10 eight by, eight by glossy photo of themselves. And Dr. Buss was collecting any girl he went out with, he asked for a picture, and then he put it in like a, a, a photo scrapbook, and he was proudly displaying it. How about her? What do you think of her? How about her? Um, it was a little weird, and I thought very kind of funny for the time. I That struck me. So there's... There's a reference to that in Winning Time where they show that book, but they don't exactly explain what the purpose is. And I, I think it was pretty easy to pick up from, from the scenario. But what struck me about that particular part is, number one, you're hearing from actual Dr. Jerry Buss in that situation. It's not, yeah. it's not reference to anything. He's, he's directing his attention to the interviewer. And it, it was weird to me because it indicated a level of almost it felt as if he – or rather everybody sort of thought this is how business was done. This wasn't like some personal thing necessarily with just Dr. Buss. This was how you got to make it in America, in Los Angeles, depending on what side of that equation you were on. So like, it wasn't just about him in that scenario for me. It felt overall generally like, oh man, right. This is how people operated. Casting couches and so forth were definitely a thing. You know what I'm saying? Not that they still aren't in some pockets of, of the business or whatever. But like, yeah, it was more indicative to me of the larger societal situation in L.A. then as much as it was anything about the bus. Yeah, but for as much as you mentioned that there was, you know, back in the old school, there was this morning show, the Today Show. I mean, I know it's still on, on NBC, but back then, Jane Pauley yeah. and, and Tom Brokaw, and Brokaw is saying that he went out and he did this interview with Buss, and Jane Pauley is like disgusted. She can't deal with it, yeah, and offended by how what you know the womanizing that she perceives is going on here. And yet, the daughters, 
you know, Genie included, they were like, yeah, it's just kind of the way it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not. That's tough, though, man. You know what I mean? I'm not to get all into everybody's family business, but I just thought that that was that I, I almost wanted a little more there. Um, that's the way it was is kind of, t- you know, trick, t- tricky. And I, I realized that this is not my family business, but there was part of me that sort of felt like I wonder how many I don't want to say enemies, but like uh, the, I wonder who he dealt with where that did not fly. You know what I mean? And like what he sort of had to encounter in order to be able to live that kind of lifestyle and still be able to be the owner of the Lakers. Like, I, I genuinely wonder, what do you think Bill O'Brien thought about this kind of nonsense? Never mind Red Auerbach. You know, these people are not with us anymore to talk about it, but it, it would have been interesting to see that point of view in terms of how Bus was looked at outside of L.A., but still inside of the league. I realize not everybody has seen this documentary. It's on Hulu. And Gotta for those check it of out. You, Gotta check. Those, if you're a Laker fan, it's worth watching. Right, and for those of you that are technically challenged like I am, I'm telling you right now, I figured out that I have Hulu. I figured how to get on to Hulu. I figured out how to find this this documentary called Legacy, and I watched the entire thing. I guess my, my, my moral of the story is, if I can do it, you can do it. Let's all watch it together so we can discuss this thing together. But can, let me just ask one last thing about this. Yeah. You know how Jerry West was all pissed off because he didn't like his depiction in Winning Time? Sure. Didn't he pretty much tell you in episode one of this that, what we saw, the characterization in Winning Time was kind of his deal anyway. Like, nah, I mean, you didn't I don't think know. that? I, I think he was a little bit more honest about who he is. But th- let's be real, Cap. Winning Time was way over the top for Jerry West. I mean, come on. He's cussing every third word. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't seem to have any control over his emotions. Like, it is clearly dramatized in a way that I can understand why West would have been upset with, for sure. I felt like last night when I was watching this, I was like, my goodness. He's just kind of telling you the way he was which is the way he was portrayed, which is what he was so upset about. And I was just like, I don't know, I felt like he kind of just told you the deal. Mm, I don't you, don't, you don't think so, huh? No, I don't. I mean, I'm not going to be he... able to sell you on this no. to see why. <laughs> no, Can't not, sell you. Not selling me on this one, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried. Yeah, it's all good. I tried. It's all I tried. Good. Anyway, it's pretty good. It's, it's called. It's, uh, worth, it's worth watching if you're a Laker fan, no doubt. No doubt. It. No doubt. And for everybody that's ripping it going, oh, well, what would you expect? It's a big Laker documentary. It's all just, you know, PR. I'm like. I didn't feel like it was just PR. I just felt like I was watching kind of the his- history of the organization through the eyes and words of the kids who were there. Yeah, yeah. There's you know there's some of that, but I'm very interested to see where it goes in later episodes because this is apparently supposed to get all the way up to Kobe and Shaq, and even LeBron is apparently in this documentary, which was shocking to me because I did not realize they were covering that much ground from a chronological standpoint. So we'll see where it goes. All right, listen, the big story of the day. LeBron signs the extension with the Lakers. We're going to go deeper into that, number one. Like, like when I say deep, I mean like a full breakdown, man. Like, yeah. like real sports analysis. Oh, yeah, is that what you're going to do? No, I don't think so. I'm not. Probably yeah, not. yeah <laughs> okay. probably not. I don't think so. Um, but but the, the schedule is out as well. Got and I'll one tell right you this. Here. I'll tell you this. The Lakers' schedule is brutal, dude. <laughs> brutal. Brutal. I like right, that. Two words. Like ba- and brutal. Right. Yeah. Two words. Brutal. We'll get to it. Coming right back. CY is in for Sedano on Sedano and Cap.